This is Localization Today, a podcast from Multilingual Media, covering the most relevant daily news in the language industry. Two years ago, the Trump administration stripped the Affordable Care Act, ACA, of numerous language access provisions, citing their cost as a burden on the economy. Just a few weeks ago, those provisions were reintroduced along with a handful of other measures that would strengthen language access in the United States healthcare system. After two years of advocacy from groups like the National Health Law Program, NHELP, and the Association of Language Companies, ALC, a proposed rule was published this month, including several language access provisions in Section 1557 of the ACA, covering topics like machine translation, standards for video remote interpreting, VRI, and staff training requirements. Broadly speaking, Section 1557 prohibits discrimination in the healthcare system on the basis of national origin, race, sex, age, and disability status. Before 2020, it also included several provisions on language access, such as the requirement that individuals with limited English proficiency be notified of their right to meaningful language access services in the healthcare system, such as medical interpreters. Mara Udelman, managing director of NHELP's Washington, D.C. office, told Multilingual Media that although the Trump administration acknowledged the fact that many patients could be negatively impacted by the decision to strip back language access measures, it decided to go through with it regardless. The Biden administration came into office pledging to create a more equitable and resilient healthcare system, and we are glad they recognized the importance of Section 1557 in advancing that work, Edelman said in a press release. Among the provisions that would be restored under the proposed rule are definitions of qualified interpreters, language assistants, limited English proficiency, and others. Additionally, Udelman told Multilingual that the proposed rule would require hospitals using VRI to ensure high-quality video and audio that does not lag. It also adds new requirements, such as a definition of machine translation, and requires that qualified human translators review any machine translations of health information to ensure their accuracy. While machine translation may be useful in some day-to-day communication, it is not sufficiently accurate to use when translating health information, especially because of the potential life-or-death consequences, Udelman said. For example, when COVID vaccinations were first being rolled out, machine translation of Virginia's COVID website into Spanish instructed that people did not need vaccines. In addition to language access provisions, the proposed rule also introduces a host of other provisions to strengthen healthcare accessibility for other marginalized groups. Udelman said NHELP hopes to see a finalized version of the rule adopted in early 2023. Members of the public may submit comments on the proposed rule through October 3, 2022, after which the Office for Civil Rights will consider all public comments before finalizing the rule, which will go into effect 60 days after it is officially finalized. This article was written by Andrew Warner and was originally published on Multilingual.com on August 15, 2022. Thank you 
for listening to Localization Today. To subscribe to Multilingual Magazine, go to multilingual.com slash subscribe.